Check, check, check yourself before I wreck yourself. And now it's time for FinCast. Boom, shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Finneran is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Finneran who leaps into the air, a touchdown. FinCast starts now. All right, Falcons fans, another week in the books, and you are listening to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, alongside the great Brian Finner and BFIN86. Finn, uh, I'm Tyler Nelson. I wanted to let you get your yeah. name in this time. <laughs> well, I, was, I was pausing for the interruption. I'm, t- I'm Tyler Nelson, and uh, felt terrible. And we were listening, you were listening to FinCast. BFIN, uh, not a great week for the Dirty Birds. No, not at all. First road game. You had a chance to go into Detroit and kind of do something special because that team is really good. They had an unfortunate loss the week before to the Seattle Seahawks in overtime, 37-31, and the defense wasn't great. They didn't get any pressure on the quarterback in Seattle. Well, things definitely changed uh, in regards to our game because what the Detroit Lions did to the Falcons' offense was just about criminal when you think about the things that they were able to do. And I'm talking about... Um, sacking the quarterback, pressuring the quarterback, disrupting the run game. They made five sacks, two hits, eleven hurries. They made Yeesh. a cognitive cognitive effort to slow the box, which is the box is between tackle and tackle on the offensive line. Right. So tackle, guard, center, guard, tackle, and we call that the tackle box. And inside that, about five or six year, yards on the other side of the ball is where the defensive line is mm-hmm. inside the box. The Lions had like seven or eight guys in that area a lot to shut down our run game. Right. Even after the game, one of their cornerbacks came out and said, our number one goal was to stop mm-hmm. exact stop the run and see if Desmond Ritter could beat us with the pass. Which can't. Which he didn't. Which he didn't. <laughs> can he Sorry. and can't he? Excuse me. If you can protect better and not give up five sacks and 11 hits and everything else that was going on in there, a young quarterback with that crowd noise – it's very difficult. It's it is, and it scary showed. He looked, hell. he looked very flustered. Absolutely. He looked like he wasn't ever said he wasn't ever comfortable. I'm quoting an article from the Falcoholic that called Arthur Smith's play designs sluggish and predictable. Hmm. So if you if that is true, and I would love to know your opinion on on that designation or that estimation of his play calling, and you have a young quarterback that is unproven as of yet. So let's say. You're right. It's going to be – and that crowd noise, you could hear it just coming through the TV. It was – it sounded loud. Yeah, my buddy Todd McClure was center for the Falcons for about 15 Mud years. Duck. Mud Duck. was on a trip with the Falcons out there to watch that game uh-huh. with some sponsors and whatnot and said it was loud as hell. He um, he did not like what he was seeing offensive line-wise. He did not like what he was seeing quarterback-wise, live and in person. I don't think any of us did. When you lose 20-6 to six and, and you only put six points on the board and you only get in the red zone – with five minutes left in the game, right? You got a real, real problem. So, and, and to go back to that same article from yeah. the Falcoholic, and make sure they get the credit here. It's not my own, you know, intellectual property, but the quote is: "A team with playoff aspirations shouldn't be that overmatched in a game. Yet, a team with some of the most dynamic playmakers in the league couldn't get into the red zone until five minutes left in the game. Right? It's just it, you're not going to win that way. And averaging two point eight yards per play. Oh, it was Ugh. a bad. It was a bad day. You had win." 
what was it? You had the 24-10 win against Carolina, and then you grind one out against Green Bay. Green Bay, thank you very much. 12 points in the fourth quarter to zero. Yeah. So you really come from behind and do that. So you feel good going 2-0. Now you've padded your stats a little bit. Now you can go to a place like Detroit and take an L. You don't want to look like how they look, 20-6, to not getting in the red zone, not doing this, getting sacked a lot. You don't want to missing look that way. Missing field goals. Missing field goals. But you have you're still a game over five hundred. You're still two and one. You still have a chance to go on the road in London this week and take care of business against Jacksonville and feel better about where you're at. We was thirteen to three. The second half starts. Mm-hmm. Our defense gets a three and out. Yep. We drive down the field eight plays, fifty three yards, and have a chance to make a field goal. It's actually third and six. We run the football yeah. with the idea we're going to get four, five, three, four, five yards. Get a little bit closer. And, and the idea was Arthur Smith said after the game to go for it on fourth down because you're in that no-man's yeah, yeah, land yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. They said screw it. They got one yard or minus one yard or one yard on that run. They ended up trying to kick a longer field goal. He misses it. And instead of being 13-6, to six, a little bit of momentum after halftime, now it's still 13-3. to three. You miss a field goal. Defense did busted their ass to do whatever they could. And you didn't do anything about it. Guess what the defense does the next series? Six plays, 21 yards, force another punt. Mm-hmm. So now you have opportunity to go down and do it again. Falcons, four plays and out. Three plays and out the next thing. I mean, the defense was legit. Mm-hmm. They really were, but they just they couldn't hold up long enough to stop these It can guys only bend so far before it breaks, yeah. No question. They did, they and and honestly, allowing much. 20 points in a game is not like that's that's I'll very respectable. I'll yeah. take it. In an NFL game, if you say I kept the other team at 20 points, you have a really good chance to win that game. I like to unless think we you can don't score get 21. a touchdown, right? <laughs> Which so frustrating is game. One of those necessary things. Frustrating game for sure. You're two and one, zero and one on the road, and um, there's some things to fix. I think they realize that in the first half. We'll bring this up. Kyle Pitts ran a post route. Desmond Ritter threw it, and you can say he overthrew it. You can say whatever you want, but watching in the replay when they slow mode it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Watching Kyle Pitts run that post route, which is an gr- unbelievable play design by Arthur Smith. So the the idea that it's boring and ho hum, mm-hmm. some plays are going to look like that because the defense beats your ass. But that was a beautiful designed play action pass shot play that should have probably been a touchdown if two things happen. Ritter puts just a little more air on the ball, but Kyle Pitts had a little giddy up in his step for whatever reason. Uh-huh. And when he came out of that post route, he was not 100% full speed. And you screw the quarterback when you do that because he's expecting you to be at a certain spot. You've practiced it over and over and over again. If I throw it 50 yards, 52 yards, Kyle will get there because he's done it before. Well, maybe a little more air and not the full speed route. And it didn't look like he was jogging, but he wasn't full speed. And then there was a little hitch in his step. A lot of people noticed this. Algie Crumpler texted me. During the game, watch it from his house, I believe. Drop it here. You hey, got it's not a big deal. These are my former teammates. <laughs> and tight end, and he said, was he limping? He said, was Pitts limping on that? I said, it certainly looked like it to me, dude. So I don't know if he's the knee still bothered him from last right. year in this offseason, or he just wasn't like fully into it or what happened. But for us to win games, we cannot miss opportunities like that early in the game. Sure. Just for uh, the uninitiated, so you know, because of course I know, uh, and but you know, for those who don't, right. uh, explain what a post route is versus the slant, butt hook, so, and all those things. Yeah, a post route is literally what do you think? If you're on the outside of the field, kind of by by the numbers, so mm-hmm. a wider split, you run up about ten to twelve yards, and then you f- the goalpost on the uh, what you're staring at down the field 
is like your aiming point for where you run it. So you put your foot in the ground and go about 45-degree angle, deep as hell, try to get out there. This was a little different because he was kind of in a slot position, sure, a little tighter to the formation, and was coming across the field to get away from that safety. So it was a little bit far farther in. So it can go either way. And, okay. But it was a perfectly designed play that quarterback, a little more air, tight end, and pits get there fast. So with the offensive line play, and that certainly seems to be the – theme that we're hearing about the most both from your analysis and everything I was reading and stuff that that's like that feels like a fixable issue offensive line play right seven sacks by the way not five. Oh, my bad excuse ridiculous. me ridiculous uh, that's yeah wow so the but the question I was going to ask is Desmond Ritter do you think he's capable of it do you think he has the capacity to be the quarterback we need him to be so we had a conversation in the locker room this morning and Hudson Mason said to Joe Hamilton C.J. Stroud, who's thrown for over 900 yards in his first three mm-hmm. weeks with zero interceptions, first time a rookie quarterback's come into the league and done something like that. Hudson said to Joe Hamilton, is C.J. Stroud, is there something special about him? And Hudson, uh, Joe, without skipping a beat, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Hudson said, what about Desmond Ritter? And it got kind of quiet. Crickets. And... Well, somebody said he can't do it. He doesn't have anything special. I said, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say he can't do it. I'm going to say we haven't really seen it yet. I think it's inside of him. You don't win every home game you've ever played in as a college and professional player and not have something inside of you. Sure. Special. But we need to draw it out of him. And it needs to happen sooner than later because you cannot continue to play at the NFL level and just be ho-hum and vanilla and expect to – Help your team win well, and look like you're playing scared every game because that was the first time I've I've got that feeling. And this is the that first, was the first time, yeah. Uh, and but I, I would have been scared too. It, the, in the first game against Carolina, I feel like I saw he, he just he gets he looks flustered, like he, he just doesn't all of a sudden go. Oh, I have the ball in my hand. I'm supposed to do something with it. Fourth quarter did a nice job, kind of composing himself and taking us down the field, scoring points and and coming back from behind. Um, Green Bay, I mean, I mean literally yeah. mm-hmm. did a great job. So. He has it inside of him to do stuff like that, rushing for a touchdown last week yep. in Green Bay as yep. well at, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium against Green Bay. So he needs, I think once he figures out how to relax, take on this pressure that he got from a team like Detroit, let it kind of go away, settle down, and coach has got to help him too. Coach has got to get him plays where he can get in positive situations. Sure. Let him run for seven or eight yards on a run player. Let him get a check down or a swing pattern. They tried to do it. They brought Kyle Pitts around late in the game mm-hmm. on a little orbit motion, it's called, where he leaves, comes from one side of the field, goes behind, arches, arches back, arcs back, goes behind the quarterback and running back, and then becomes a swing pass out to the left. Right. Detroit had it dead to rights. Uh-huh. But that's a perfect type of play I'm talking about where you just, he gets the snap, he can pause, turns to his left, throws it to Kyle Pitts, but by the time... That play was dead before it started because Detroit yeah. had it sniffed out. Right. But those are the completions. Those are the plays where you hope this week when you d- draw it up and design it, it's man-to-man. The man-to-man defender gets lost in the mix coming around on the motion. You get it to him quick, and he can make somebody sure. miss and go. With at least one decent block. Now, yes. so correct me if I'm wrong, but the difference between play action and run pass option is the blocking, right? Is yeah. in in a play action, the offensive line is going to pass block, and in a run pass so option, they're going to run block. Right? That's the play, difference. So play action pass is you the linemen have one and a half to two yards of leeway 
where they can fake a run block, sure. and then they kind of settle yeah. back in as a pass blocker. Otherwise, it's eagle man downfield. Exactly. So with that leeway, the, the play action will look like a run to the right, and a lot, a lot of the linemen will go two hard steps like a run play and then kind of settle back in pass protection. So initially it looks like, because you want to make the linebackers come up like run. Sure. And sometimes you'll pull the right guard or right tackle to come protect the left end. Okay. Uh, because the whole line is going right on the fake, or a tight end will come across and block, or a tight end will come across, fake block the defensive end, and go out to the flat, and that's when the quarterback comes around and, and throws it to him. The RPO, the run-pass option, it's where the quarterback literally is reading the defensive end or the linebacker on the outside, and if he's just stagnant standing there, hand it to the running back who's full speed up inside of there, can get four okay. or five yards. Or if that defensive end is crashing down, he has to pull it and then can can throw it to a guy in the flat or do something else. So that's a different one. Both the linemen on both plays have to be careful with what they're doing, and the quarterback has to get the ball out of his hand quickly so there's no penalty with an illegal man downfield. So, But we're seeing more is the play action versus the run yes. pass. So do you think that with Desmond Ritter's skill set that we might benefit more from an RPO? I, I think you got to be careful in the NFL, sprinkling it in. I think it's, um, it's a tough deal. To do if you haven't really practiced it sure. a lot. To so, your point, right. Yeah, I think Arthur Smith's whole offense is built on the run game, play action pass, shot plays, and then making making stuff up with his creativity, and, and hopefully that's the case this week. Okay, so moving on from what a bummer weekend it yeah, was this you. past Sunday, you have a hell of a fun week, or a week and a half coming up. So the Falcons are going to London, where we can't seem to buy a win. Uh, to play the Jacksonville What's Jaguars. What's our record there? I don't even, I don't even know what I it think, is. I don't think we've won. I know we lost to Detroit years ago. Uh-huh. And the Browns. And Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And I think Jacksonville. <laughs> but anyway, the Falcons are going to London to play the Jaguars, where it will also be streamed on Disney Plus in Toy Story mode or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, no, for sure. It's fun getting kids involved. Like, in, will your in, daughter try to tune into that at all? I know she's a little older. Uh, but I introduce uh, her to her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she's. Let her know uh, what's she was, we took in the uh, first game, the. Um, Carolina game, me and her were in the uh, scan of sweep. But anyway, you're going with the team. You're traveling with the team? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. All right, I'm excited. Uh, we fly out this evening. We land in the oh, morning. Oh, yeah, you're, you're going today. Yeah, 5.30. We're out of here. So it's Wednesday as we do as we do this show. Mm-hmm. And then we'll land Thursday in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some time to relax. We have a dinner uh, at the embassy, I think. The U.S. The embassy. Uh, no. That's a good question. The team's not going till the team doesn't leave till Thursday oh. after practice. So who so are this you will go, be this with like the front corporate office sponsors, okay. Got it. big wigs, kind of representing the Falcons organization sure. and meeting some people over there. Friday, there's a practice that we get to go to, I believe, Falcons practice, and there's a clinic I have to go to. I'm sure it'll be local kids, maybe uh-huh. a school or two, walk them through some different things, how to play football, American, American football. football yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, and do that. Um, nothing too crazy there. Saturday, we go to the Falcons walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as a group, we have a T. All right. A T. There's a T. Like T E A. T E A. Yep. We have a pinkies out with a little saucer it. and yeah. exactly <laughs> and pinkies saucer. out with a saucer, <laughs> English tea. <laughs> and then I have a pub appearance that evening, uh, where I'll be sporting the Falcons Legends polo. That's awesome. And uh, mingling with the fans there in London. And then Sunday. Another pub appearance pregame for a little tailgate action, and then we're off to the off to the football game, and it should be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. And if you don't follow these guys, UK Falcons, I think it is, okay. on Twitter. Oh, okay. Uh, I've reached out to them to see about a couple places for dinner if I'm 
when we're looking for something. It is a ATL Falcons UK on Twitter. <laughs> Good follow. They have a podcast they do every Monday after the games. Really? They break down the game. They do some different things in their accents, and they're very knowledgeable. I was actually on this show two years ago, and they just started doing it. They reached okay. out via Twitter, the X, yeah, and uh, and I was I really enjoyed doing it. So I'll get a chance to meet those guys, I hope. That's awesome. So actually, uh, it, of course, you go into the clinic thing. Like I know a big part of what the NFL is doing by having games over there is to drum up interest in, in American football, in uh, not, just, not just England and the U.K., but, of course, uh, Europe in general. Uh, this past week, two weekends ago, sorry, the Green Bay Packers tailgate, when I was at uh, 6 the Fans tailgate, two folks from Sweden came. No way. They were, they were in America to go to American football games. That's awesome. And they came to our tailgate. And uh, the only reason I found this out is because they're, they're somehow the format of their whatever their phones are used to couldn't download the, the, oh the free ticket. God. But uh, they were really nice. And then I remembered the year, a year, a season ago, a whole group of people from Germany came on a tour group and that's what they did like they flew into one city i forget it was like dc or baltimore or something they went to the game on thursday night they came down to atlanta for the game on sunday and they were going down to tampa for the monday night wow, game that's yeah cool. so this whole group of uh, that uh, from germany was it was about 20 people give or take and that the whole point was american football tourism so it is definitely something that there's a big fan base for uh, in Europe and and I guess the UK, so you this <laughs> this podcast that sounds awesome. A bunch of was, Brits was, sitting around it, with British accents talking American football. That's, check that's it out. awesome. It's really I will know. I definitely will. Um, but so when who? Or first of all, any other uh, Falcons legends going with you? They do. I'm sorry. They do. They take like one player a year. Okay. So I got oh, so it's nod, just you. It's just me, man. That's I gotta awesome. mind my p's and q's and behave so you, myself. So this Sunday you'll be texting Algie Crumpler and, and Todd right, McClure. Todd McClure. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, but then after that you're going uh, on vacation to Ireland, huh? Yes, my wife. You know, there's some Finner and Irish roots, mm-hmm. uh, Finneran, uh, that are out there. My wife's father is from that area, County Cork, and we will be able to go out there. And a lot of our family right now, aunts and uncles and cousins, are all in the Dublin area. So we'll stay with our, her aunt and uncle, Paul and Aileen, and um, get to do some different things. I'm playing golf on Tuesday, I believe. Nice. They set up already. And then Wednesday, we're doing a paddy wagon tour. Like paddy wagon, like you put criminals in the back of? Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's kind of a <laughs> play on words. And it's a tourist in Dublin to take you to different parts of the country. And uh, you get to check out what's going on, what's happening. The so, paddy wagon tour. Yeah, we're going to go. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> there's different places you can go. Cliffs oh, look how hideous and not at all beautiful those pictures I are. I swear to God, I'm so excited to go yeah. see these places. And, and it's a two, one and a half, two day deal. You get to go check out some of the most beautiful scenic type places oh, in and around. Ireland, and we're going to go to, to the south and west of Ireland. Just a two-day deal, and uh, super excited about that. Come back to Ireland, spend the next two days with our family, and then um, off back to back to the states. Yeah, I'll be here in Atlanta, doing nothing exciting at all. Listen, whatsoever. it all worked out. I'm super excited about it. <laughs> I, I, what I really want to do is feel good on Sunday night. Maybe I can go celebrate yeah, with so, some people. So, so to that, let's get let's talk about the 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 Jaguars and the Falcons matchup because the Jaguars are favored, but they were also favored last week heavily against the yeah. Houston Texans and got their butts kicked. Yeah, they turned the ball over twice and gave up a kickoff return for a touchdown uh-huh. against the Houston Texans. And you want a recipe for disaster and a way to lose? Lose the turnover battle 0 to 2 and, and give up, give a, up a special teams yeah. touchdown. Mm-hmm. 37-17 to lose to Houston. Tough matchup against Kansas City the week before. They lose 17 to 9. The only team they've beat so far this season is the Indianapolis Colts, 31 21. In the first game of the season, they put up a lot of yards 250 yards passing a game, 98 rushing yards per game. And um, they can 
They can move the ball. They got some nice players. Calvin yeah. Ridley. Calvin, yes, of course. Calvin Ridley, Etienne. Uh, Travis Etienne, yeah. and of course Trevor Lawrence. So we got some players. Defense will have the hands full, but the defense has not been an issue in my opinion. It's been the offense getting a flow and seeing what's going to happen. And, so uh, with a good offense, at this point, I think we, we've we've has been proven at this point because it's been consistent every three games is that we have a pretty damn good defense right yes. that will keep us in the game oh, yeah. so if even if they have a great offense uh, the best keeping the league whatever doesn't really matter it, well in a certain sense because okay I'm I'm less concerned about that what I am concerned about is how is their defense how how is their pass rush how is their defensive line because if those things are in any way qualified to be on an NFL field then we have problems yeah no doubt so a familiar face in uh, Foye Aluakon is there. Oh, yeah. He's a leading tackler right now. Um, they got some nice players on the interior. Trayvon Walker from Georgia, mm-hmm. I think, was their first pick overall a couple years ago. So they got some players. They try to get after you a little bit. They only have five sacks on the season. We gave up seven last week in Detroit. Yeah, I was about to say because uh, Detroit only had, I think, two the whole season. Yeah, I think so. So <laughs> it's not going to happen again. I can promise you that. We're not going to look like we did last week. Arthur Smith is going to fix it. We'll get after him defensively. Now it's about the offense taking advantage of different mismatches, getting our playmakers the ball, and scoring touchdowns. So last week I'm I'm going to check that one off the list and say that's not who we are. We get back to the run game this week. Bijan gets nuts. Maybe feed Algier a little bit more and take care of your business. And can we please get one of our guys? I think Drake London in London should have a pretty fun game. <laughs> You would imagine. Uh, thank you. Uh, scores one touchdown so far this season. Kyle Pitts has zero. And let's find a way to get and in the, the end zone. Twenty-four itself. points or more is what we need this week. You think that's three the, touchdowns? That's the line of demarcation is twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would require getting at least one touchdown. <laughs> Desmond Ritter, looking at you. Uh, but what do you think happens? I like our Falcons. Uh, another tough matchup against a Jacksonville team with some studs. Uh, but we get back to what we do best: run the football efficiently, and then we don't miss any more shot plays. Drake Lennon had a very nice go-route catch on the sideline as well, mm-hmm. about 30-plus yards. Throw him the ball more, feed him on the outside, let him jump, go get it, and then Kyle Pitts has to do something this week and get in the end zone for us to be victorious. All right, I like it. I hope you're right, and I will definitely be jealous of you in the coming week where you won't be here, but I'll try and make you at least a little jealous by getting one of your cohorts on the uh, locker room to co-host FinCast next week. Who did I talk to that said they would do it? Joe Hamilton? Okay. Joe Hamilton's Joe. Up, for the, yeah. uh, up for the challenge. Get a little uh, QB uh, in, intuition in here? I like it. So maybe maybe Joe Hamilton next week is the co-host of FinCast. But until then, Dirty Birds fans, uh, you are listening to FinCast, brought to you by Scan Energy. Beefin, have a great trip. Rise Take up. lots of pictures. Thank and you. Uh, root on our Falcons for us. Later. Thank you for tuning in to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. FinCast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at tyler at 68ofthefan.com. FinCast is hosted by 68ofthefan on thepodcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song, I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning in to FinCast. We'll see you next week. Appreciate you, dog.
The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.